0: Section 45 of The Curiosities of Street Literature This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Recorded by Ruhi Huck Curiosities of Street Literature by Various Section 45 Division 2, Part 21 The State of Great Britain, or A Touch at the Times Tune Irish Molly O As old John Bull was walking one morning free from pain, he heard the rose, the shamrock, and the thistle to complain. An alteration must take place together, they did sing, and the corn laws and poor laws, and many another thing conversing on the present time together they did range all classes through great britain now appear so very strange that england ireland scotland and wales must quickly have a change the railroads all through england have great depression made machinery of every kind has put a stop to trade the innkeepers are weeping in agony and grief and the ostlers swear they'll buy a rope and go to fellow sea. the steamboats to old beelzebub the watermen do wish for they say they've nearly ruined them and drowned all the fish of all their new inventions that we have lately seen there was none begun nor thought upon when betty was the queen behold the well-bred farmer how he can strut along let a poor man do whate'er he will he's always in the wrong with hard labour and low wages he hangs his drooping head they won't allow him half enough to find his children bread. the farmers daughters ride about well clad and pockets full with horse and saddle like a queen and boar like a bull in their hand a flush sheep parasol and on their face a veil and a bustle nearly seven times as big as a milking pail the nobles from the pockets of john bull are all well paid sometimes you hardly know the lady from the servant-maid for now they are so very proud silky stockings on their legs and every step they take you think they walk on pigeon's legs the tradesman he can hardly pay his rent and keep his home and the labourer has eighteen pence a day for breaking stones in former days the farmer rode a donkey and a mule and there never was such times before since adam went to school some can live in luxury while others weep in woe there's very pretty difference now and a century ago the world will shortly move by steam it may appear strange so you must all acknowledge that england wants a change a new song of the election the cap those whom it fits may wear it oh the general election is coming they say what a ha ha baloo and a bustle there'll be with the new candidates to be parliament men and the old ones who wished for to go back again there'll be lots of shuffling in all kinds of rigs there's some will call Tories, and some will call Whigs. There's some will wear colours blue, orange and red, and to prove which is best they'll break each other's heads. Oh the general election is coming they say, what canvassing, coaxing and thumping there will be, while some will shout and so clever and others bawl and free trade forever. Oh, the Whigs for ten years have cut a great swell, but now by the Tories they've been walloped well. And to pay off the bad boys with a good tit for tat, they are sending them home to see how they like that. This has caused amongst Tories and Whigs a great rout, and many may go tell their mothers they're out, while some of the boobies will do a deal worse by loosing their election and emptying their purse oh the elections are coming what doings there'll be such gutting and guzzling you never did see there'll be cheap beef and ale for poor voters just then with wine-turtle and venison for gentlemen there will be open houses in every street where the birds of a feather may daily meet and sly boots attends to collect all their senses crying landlord fill up now and damn all expenses den to see the great knobs who are canvassing go in the house or the garret or the cellar below although by infection he dreads his sweet life he'll shake hands with the cobbler or kiss the sweep's wife or perhaps he will dandle the sweet little child till he suddenly finds that his trousers are spoiled though his heart it is ready to come up at his throat Yet he'd do ten times more to secure a vote. And then at the last, when all other means fail, to catch them they try to put salt on their tails. Don't think I mean bribery, my good sir, dear no. They only give friends a small present or so. Or perhaps if you have a nice bird, a dog or cat. To sell they will give you five sovereigns for that. He's a very good customer, that is quite true, so I'll vote for pray what less can i do oh the election is coming what meeting and speeching all their knavish tricks to all the world teaching what rogues fools and shufflers each other they call and stick their good characters up on the wall each party seem ready the other to mill about rural policy or the new poor-law bill while the elections are on what patriots they are but when they get in the duh, i may care lamentation on the death of the duke of wellington britannia now lament for our hero that is dead that son of mars brave wellington alas his spirits fled that general of a hundred flights to death he had to yield who braved the cannon's frightful blaze upon the battlefield. britannia weep and mourn his loss all may deplore that conquering hero wellington alas he is no more the destructive wars of europe does not disturb him now great laurels of bright victory sit smiling on his brow for the burning sands of india he traced with valour bright and against that daring Tipu sahib so valiant he did fight where cannons loud did rattle spread death and sad dismay the duke was always ready with his men to lead the way fortified cities he laid low that general of renown entrenchments and their batteries he quickly levelled down through portugal and spain his enemy did pursue with the veteran sons of britain he'd marched to waterloo and there he made a noble stand upon that blood-stained day and fought the french so manfully and made them run away at vittoria bagadoz and taliwara too on the plains of salamanca the french he did subdue with the veteran sons of britain whatever he did go amidst thundering peals of cannon he'd conquered every foe on the plains of waterloo where thousands they lay dead the iron balls and showers flew around his martial head while his valiant men and generals lay bleeding in their gore the laurels from the french that day brave wellington he tore napoleon was as brave a man as ever took the field and with the warlike sons of france he said he would not yield but the reverse of fortune that day did on him frown by wellington and his army his eagles were pulled down now let him rest in peace and none upbraid his name on the military glory there never was a stain the steel-clad cuirassiers of france that day at waterloo he quickly made them face about and cut their armour through brave ponsonby and picton they fell upon that day and many a valiant soldier brave in peace their ashes lay and that brave duke that led them on his spirits took its flight to see him laid down in his tomb will be a solemn sight death of wellington j harkness printer one twenty one church street preston on the fourteenth of september near to the town of deal as you may well remember who have a heart to feel died wellington a general bold of glorious renown who beat the great napoleon near unto brussels town so don't forget brave wellington who won at waterloo he beat the great napoleon and all his generals too he led the british army on through portugal and spain and every battle there he won the frenchmen to restrain he ever was victorious in every battlefield. he gained a fame most glorious because he never yield he drove napoleon from home in exile for to dwell far o'er the sea and from his home and all he loved so well he stripped him quite of all his power and banished him away to st helena's rocks and towers the rest of his life to stay then on the throne of france he placed louis the king by right in after years he was displaced all by the people's might but should the young napoleon threaten our land and laws we'll find another wellington should ever we have cause he's dead our hero's gone to rest and o'er his corpse we'll mourn with sadness and with grief oppressed for he will not return but we his deeds will not forget and should we err again follow the example that he set his glory will not stain so don't forget brave wellington who won at waterloo he beat the great napoleon and all his generals too End of section forty five